Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth. They plead the fifth, and now I'm coming back for more. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the coach kings. There was like a week where I was like, I'm going to listen to improv podcasts. Yeah. And then I was like, this shit is lame. So lame. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is lame as hell. But I mean, there's a, there's a, it's so funny. I mean, we're in the comedy community. So you guys probably can attest to this, how people think that listening to that type of stuff means anything. If you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, if you listen to it and people know you listen to it then it's gonna put you in some like little bit of a higher standing yeah uh at least that's what i've heard from certain people is like oh yeah i listen to that all the time i listen to all of them and you know it, it makes me a better improviser i'm like it probably doesn't does it? <laughs> <laughs> it probably doesn't like yeah. i do remember as a student like i when i first moved out here my first job was that i was a uh copywriter for an internet marketing firm near ucla yeah i live in echo park so i would have to take the bus an hour and a half mm. to this fucking job where i was making like 150 dollars a day or whatever and yeah. It was, yeah it was terrible um but i would like on the way listen to there was like an original version of the like ucb improviser not long yeah the same type of thing yeah. i remember a bunch of was it the one with steven Pearlstein? Or Pearlstein? Yes, I think it that was. was. I think it was, yeah. And I remember yeah. like um, like listening to Ben Schwartz and like mm-hmm. Billy Merritt and like all these people and, be, and like and Alex Berg and yeah. Seth Morris. All, yeah, all these people who I would then, yeah, Idolize. Like had my as teachers later on. But it was like when before you had access to them, I do remember being like, this is cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Getting in their minds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. like there is, and, and I'm talking shit on it now. And like I've also gone through that too. I'm not going to front and say there was a time where I was like oh yeah man if I go see this show and people see I'm seeing the show it's gonna mean something like right. we all go through that shit <laughs> that's life though isn't it you know isn't it like are people gonna see what I'm seeing so they know that I see the cool stuff yeah <laughs> there I, is a funny thing too sorry related no, you is good. that like when you get it, it, there are like it, I think this happens like no matter where you're at in your life where there are like these sort of like thresholds where you're like oh I can't imagine having access to that and then like something happens and you get access to it and then you're like of course I had access to this the whole time <laughs> and then there's like another threshold but it just like right. I feel like that process never really right. changes where you're like man it would be so cool to be able to have a right. conversation with these people and right. then it's like oh yeah now they're my peers and then right. it's like there's always another level of there's that. always a yeah. the, LA is such a city full of fucking ceilings uh, every time you break through a ceiling, there's just another fucking yeah. ceiling yeah. in front. <laughs> and I like, feel like it never ends until you join the Illuminati, and then right, you're like, right. "I'm here." Are you trying to join the Illuminati, Coster? I would. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't. Which I don't know enough about it. It said they say Jay Z is in it, and I don't think that's true. I haven't you know? heard Beyonce definitely. She's you think, always the one you think that they she's talk in about. It? I oh. mean, she's always the one that's like, "Oh, she's Illuminati for sure." Yeah. What is it? But what is it like? Is it like just this group of people who give you what the fuck you want? <laughs> but what do you have to do for them? Right. I mean, I do think some of it. I mean, by by suspicion and what 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 we hear, it's like something about selling your soul to the devil. 
no big deal, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? This is so dorky. My primary knowledge of the Illuminati comes from that Dan Brown book. Uh, uh, da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code. Yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I've never read it. I saw the movie. Yeah. Terrible. And I don't remember the movie. <laughs> wholly unmemorable all. movie. Yeah. But yeah, that's the whole thing is about like the Illuminati and the like secret society. And apparently it's like an ancient, ancient secret society. Yeah. I have It's not that I don't believe. I believe there's so much shit going on that we don't know about. Yeah. Uh, like, I believe shit like the National Treasurer. What was that movie? It's or the same the, thing. It's I believe it, that exactly shit is real. <laughs> like, I, I totally believe there is shit that we can go find and there's ancient cities. And right? I, I yeah. want to believe it because yeah. I think it's dope. Alien conspiracies. I believe it. Oh, man. Don't get who, me started who on built, conspiracies. Who built Stonehenge? You, you know? Black people. Uh, <laughs> Actually. <laughs> <laughs> you actually might be right, or so we don't know. Where did they go? But right. where did they go after that? <laughs> Why can we not find them again? <laughs> uh, dude, speaking of black people. <laughs> nice. This shit is good. This should be old by the time people listen to this, but it's still relevant. Like... So this morning, I I don't know if you guys are sports fans, but the Antonio Brown shit, mm. and this this nigga walked away from thirty million dollars. Right, he just seems insane. I what type of mind frame do you have to be in to not? Uh, let, let, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. He didn't walk away from a million thirty million dollars. I think that I I I see a world where some people are like, you know what, this money isn't everything to me. This dude crazied his way out of $30 million. Yeah, 100%. Like, he just talked shit. He, like, uh, you know, listen, man. He he was just talking shit. He was posting private conversations. He was just doing wild shit to the point where they was like, yo, we gonna go ahead and cut you, bro. Right. Uh, and he knew. He knew, like, if I fuck up, I'm gonna lose this. I, I wish I was that crazy. He, yes. And it's, like, not clear what, are you, do you know about this whole story? I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just listening. But would yeah. you, would, is there, if, if $30 million was on the line? I would, what depends would on you, how much money I already have. That's okay. true. You're right. You know? okay. And, and how much it. options I have to make other money because. Right. That's true. I, that's I exactly know nothing it. about the situation. You hit the nail on the head right out of the gate. It's 30 million, having, the point where $30 million does not mean anything to you means that you are so crazy you can do whatever you want. Fuck you and money. It is fuck you money. It totally uh, is. But it doesn't make, like, he, it's not even clear what he wants. That's the problem. Like, or not yeah. the problem, but it's like, that's what I find so fascinating. He's just like. Seems to sort of he this he got like signed to the Raiders and then was like I don't like this helmet and they're like okay but it's a new helmet to try and make it make it safer for you and he's like I want my old one and yeah. like refused to and play. he was like I'm gonna oh, no. retire if I don't get my helmet oh, no. and then he like called the owner a cracker apparently behind closed doors <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> which I love that's just so funny but it's like. He just looked like he was like trying to make a ruckus and like yeah. and even like he posted this Instagram thing where he's like, I'm not just a football player, like I'm a person, which is legit. Like, you know, so much of the I think the general problem with the NFL is like the commodification of those players. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he's like, But what are you standing for? He just seems like he's trying <laughs> to scream and be like, yeah. I want like right. it's so also like it would be one thing if he was like, I you know, Kaepernick, like I'm trying to make a stand for like the rights of us. He's like, No, I want my less safe helmet. <laughs> That's it. That's what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're fucking I want nuts. my less safe helmet. Yeah. There must be some deeper issue going on. Like It has to be. There has to be. I mean, I truly think he has CTE. Yeah, oh, 100%. Like, and is manifesting now. Because <laughs> he also didn't play, he didn't play all of last year, right? Yeah, he 
He no, he played. That was the other dude who did. Oh play. shit! Right, that was yeah, uh, Le- Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Yes, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played, but he was also trying to get out all yes. that year. <laughs> he was like, "I don't want to be here. Trade me." And they did. And then, and then like, he didn't want to be where they traded him. Oh, he's just acting up. Yeah. He's just acting up. He's okay. just acting up. I want to have. I want to have acting up confidence. <laughs> Like, like, I don't have like acting Kanye, up confidence. That's like Kanye That's confidence. That's like Kanye. I just want to feel what that feels like for like a week. Ugh. Just to be like, you know what? I'm just going to go out here and act the fuck up. Can you imagine? All right. So we all do shit at UCB. What what is what is like a week of UCB acting up? Because <laughs> like I know I'm not the only person that's ever had this thought. Like sure. if I'm watching a For show on the sure. side, sometimes my brain would go, "What would happen if I just walk on stage right now?" <laughs> right, right. Like, is there some shit that like is there one thing that like acting up that you guys would do that you can't do but you would do if you had a week of clemency? Uh, like specifically UCB focused or just anything? Life. Oh yes. What about you, Zeke? Damn. Welcome, welcome, welcome I honestly think it's like, I think I'm too, like the rules of society, I'm too, they scare me too yeah, much. That's like, fair. I, that's fair. And I think because I don't, ha- it's like, it requires a certain mindset of like the rules don't apply to me, mm-hmm. which I think I've just, every ounce of my upbringing has like, not that it was like a super strict upbringing, but it's just like, I was, you know what I mean? Right. I feel yeah. comfortable like rules. in the rules sort of like normal societal whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so like the idea, like. Because the thing that sucks about it is, like, I don't want anybody to, like, be... I don't want anybody on the negative receiving end of that's my true. acting Aww, up that's confidence. Sweet. That's true. Thank you. That's very sweet. Um, I'm the asshole here, guys. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> it would be funny to just, like, walk on to, like, random Herald teams that are not my own and be like, I'm going to do this scene. Have a scene. That would be so wild. That would be so wild. Oh, sorry. Well, um, off... Off the record. Off the record. Yes. Off the record. Depends on who's AD. Uh-huh. But but I think well, used to be West. Honestly, like I just have I have this continuous. I'm gonna take you back. So if I could do anything, I don't know why, but I, I often I have this continuous urge to either flash people or moon people. Oh, nice. And to do that on stage <laughs> would be good. so fucking rewarding. Yeah. yeah. I don't give a fuck about what anyone else thinks. Right. You know, yeah. I just want to do it because it would bring me joy. Yes. I mean, we've shown, my ass. we've shown, we've shown some asses on our team. Yeah, but it's like, you know, like we planned but it's within it. But it was in the context of yeah. the scam. Yeah. I want to aim it at somebody I don't like. Yeah. yeah. Like, fuck you. Pull it the just... pants down. <laughs> or pull their pants down and run off stage. <laughs> That's pretty good. How okay, good would I would love to do. It. I was just thinking, like, if I were to just insert myself onto a random team that is not my own, first pop up in the audience, do a very sarcastic slow <laughs> clap, <laughs> say right. this sucks, and then <laughs> say let me fix it for yes. you. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, because yeah, that's that's the Antonio Brown ending of mm. UCB. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. being the Antonio Brown of UCB. I don't need this shit. And yeah, you'd have to be sitting in a middle seat where you have to mm-hmm. literally climb over mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. Shit would be funny. I would be there for it. Listen, you it know? would be a story. <laughs> it would be a story. We've been talk. We would talk about it for years. Yeah, it definitely. Hey. We had a guy at a Redbird show like a month ago who I think it was his first time at UCB and he didn't understand like what it was basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he gave us a little bit of info in the like audience interview, and we started doing a scene based on his life. 
and he thought that that gave him access to join in. No. So he got up out of his side seat and like started to do the scene with us. Did you guys, what did you do? Andrew Hansen did the most amazing thing of instantly transformed into security guard and like arrested him and escorted him out of the theater. Wow, that's good. And like on the way out, the guy was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Was I not supposed to do that? And he was like, get out of here. Oh, you guys truly kicked him out Hansen kicked him out. It was incredible. It was so great. That is very incredible. Yeah. All of him That's so good. It was amazing. Yeah. Very fucking funny. It was really wild. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, are you loving what you're hearing right now? Are you loving it, ladies and gentlemen? Well, fucking good. Because welcome to Culture Kings. Jackie's in the room. Got my co-host, Kosser. You guys met her recently. Last episode, she's in the room. What's up, Kosser? Hello, 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 hello. Guess who else we got in the room, guys? We have completed... The white women, uh, it's not a trifecta because there's more than three of you guys. What you, the, the, sexfecta. The, the, the sexfecta. We've, con- we've completed the white women's sexfecta. Uh, that sounds like a fun night. Uh, That's going to be a movie. The, the white yes. women's sex festa. Sexfesta? Yeah. Sex fiesta? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, we got a dope ass writer, actor, comedian, friend, dope ass dude in the room. Say what's up to Zeke Nicholson. What's up, Zeke? What's up? What's up? Zeke. How you Happy doing, to be man? here. How you doing? How you doing? Happy to complete the the, yeah. the, the sex tuplet. The uh, sex the ritual. The, yes. Sex yes. Uh it's been a long time coming. I don't know why you haven't been on the show uh until you guys don't now. respect me, right? I mean, we have it's actually the opposite. We have too much respect for you. We guess, have too much. Guess who I Everybody that else praise from. Carl Tart. Carl Tart. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Carl Tart staple. Yep. <laughs> it's a Carl Tart staple. Now, everybody else, we just hit up like at the last minute, like, yo, nigga, what you doing? Come on the pod today. But you, we respect your time. Thank you. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. But, but we also are bad bookers, so we forget to book out in advance. <laughs> yes. You respect me so much, you forgot to. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We, we respect you so much, you on our forgotten list. Those go. are the people we respect the most. Wow. Because we just like, yo, we want these people on the show so much. I right, bet, let's get them. And then Saturday morning rolls around, he's like, shit, we didn't get nobody. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's respect up. anxiety. It's yeah. respect anxiety. So I've been getting better recently in booking our guests. Me and Edgar have been getting better at booking our guests like well in advance. So Good. now that we're doing that, now we're finally getting through the list of like people who we've wanted to have on the show nice. for so fucking long. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah, else yeah. are you missing from that collective list? Uh, we got a dude. Do you know Jay Washington? I do not know. Jay, Jay Washington, Washington is a dope ass dude who we've been trying to get on the show for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by trying, is me and Edgar said we should get him on the show. Right. And then I asked him once, like a day before he was like I'm busy yeah. I was like cool I'll hit you up soon and then like seven months later sure. that's how it goes so yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very cool but dude I'm happy to have you here we are happy to have you here uh, it is you are it's so funny I've known you for a few years now and I think the happiest I was to see you pop up randomly was I was I just I've gotten into the good place mm. do you watch a good place I do Right, were you, you on the good place? Were you on a good place? No, no. that that's the another Indian woman. There are, <laughs> man, there are a ton of Indian women yeah. on that show. Yeah. Is, oh um, yeah, what's the other, what's the what's the one name the the one who uh, who plays his fake girlfriend? Yes, uh, Tia she's Sarkar. Funny. Yeah, she's very. Oh, yes. she's so, I well, I haven't seen that part, but she's so great. She's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But you popped up as like a devil. I did. Uh, I was a devil. I was a bad boy for like two episodes, right? Or mm-hmm. it was like it was Ooh, one or two. It was yeah, like the end of one and then yeah. It was and fun. you were. It was. <laughs> you guys were supposed to be like these sleazy devil people. Yeah, and man, you fit so, like just the the way they had your hair slicked up and the suit they had. You <laughs> they had me in this like very like the vibe of the character was like uh like Armenian like playboy on vacation <laughs> yes. in Greece and I had like the, one of those like you know like paisley button downs like buttoned <laughs> sort of like to my middle chest yeah like full-blown open chest and like underneath a gross leather jacket and then two bluetooths yeah. one in each ear uh yeah it, it was, was fun. Do, you, do you get typecast like that a lot not that often no yeah. that was like a yeah but it's funny I was actually like remembering that audition and they it was like before the show had come out and they were using like dummy sides for it and the Mm -hmm. audition was like to play a douchebag like agent who was like trying to fire this actress because she like wasn't hot enough and then it turned out that it was his wife (laughs) he's like all right babe i'll see you at home (laughs) really funny idea first (laughs) dude that Um, happens so much like i i booked a uh a voiceover thing where the audition was me as a black uh, young kid who wanted to go into a gang mm-hmm. and I was like dope hell yeah I did I did the audition I booked it I got to the actual studio and I was voicing over uh, a Portuguese <laughs> like a Portuguese like arms dealer oh, uh, and I'm like this is completely fucking different <laughs> did you have to do a crazy accent no 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 I can still be myself oh, but man. yeah so when, when that show drops uh, like the voice you'll hear will be mine but the face will be all wrong <laughs> <It's That's, laughs> yeah. amazing it was so wild it was so, so fucking funny. wild you, you, you just had some shit too that uh like the yeah. cartoon or yeah, the anime. Yeah, it was so dope. What yeah. was the? Uh, Is uh, Cannon Busters Lashawn Thomas? He he was one of the creators of the Boondocks, and then was like, "Yo, I want to take anime and create it for like black folks and people of color." And then so he that's what he made. But it's like very like just sci-fi and dope and and awesome. So I did a dubbing thing for that. Was it? Uh, was the audition exactly what it was going in? You know. This is the one time it actually was. Yeah. But everything else in VO, particularly video games, it's like, like I'll read for, I don't know, like a woman, I don't know, like a Laura, Laura Croft, but they'll come in and be like making up a language. Like, I mean, yeah. it's so off, off yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll read for something and then go in and be like, all right, you be zombie number four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just my yeah. Right. It's like, how yeah. the fuck do they t- hear this voice and know that I could be a zombie? Like, yeah. Who knows? Shit I think is wild. Both of you guys have good specific voices. I think mine is not specific. I like have it, a. It, what, what do you mean? Well, I I think mine is just like a sort of like regular guy voice. I think it's like resonant enough. I think it's got some range to it, but I do not do well. Like, I think it doesn't fit the specs of a lot of things. I'd be like, all right, okay. we want like sixteen year old black kid, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. be like, what's up? Yeah, like it's it. I have to like do a character, and then I was like, this eh, yeah. feels a little off. That's, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, oh, that's real. Yeah. I honestly, man, I I hate when I get, yo, can you be a fourteen year old? I'm like, I don't know, like what the fuck? I it like the range of shit that I get where it's like, all right, we looking for a fourteen to sixteen year old, and then I'll get another one that same day. All right, thirty five to forty. I'm like. 
I can't do that much with my vibe. I don't even know what that's. I don't even right. know what that feels like. But there are some people who do. I know who they'll say. Right. They'll look at a spec, a spec and say, "All right, forty, uh, warm, but f- warm embrace, but just graspy, gravelly." All right, I got it. Yeah. And then just like go. Oh, it's, like, it's its own art. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. I'm like, but, I got to think about that shit for days. Yeah, it. Yeah, I do love the rest. The range, though, because then it's like, you know, you got to do shit you normally would. Like, I could be a white woman right now, you know, you know, so it's like, hey, white woman. Um, Yeah, that's like, it's dope because it's like, yeah. You should do a show called The Sex Fiesta now. (laughs) Pitch it, pitch it. (laughs) Just us having a regular conversation. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Over tea, you yeah. know, over tea. Uh, so one other, so you are, you've been on the show. Uh, the one podcast I do, that's let me not lie to everybody, I don't listen to it. I listen to it when like a couple people are on, and it's you and Carl, and that's it. It's comedy bang bang. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's the only time I listen to it, Scott. I would love to come on though. Uh, I've listened to <laughs> other ones, but Scott. What's up, Scott? Yeah, yeah, What's up, yeah. Scott? But, uh, but there is the, uh, when, uh, what's his name? Carl does chief. Mm-hmm. You play his, Eventually uh, oh, sister, his sister, yes. uh, a bone queef. Bone queef. <laughs> yes. so uh, and it was one of those things where the characters were not related to start. And yeah. then we just continued to do them weirdly at the same time. And then it just became that they were related. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is like, I, I think it's hilarious, and I'm like, I still don't think Carl likes it very much that, they're, <laughs> that the two characters have become attached. I think he would love to shine on his own, but you know what, yeah. Carl? I will drag you down. You into drag the down. Drag down. I mean, you... he's been doing other shit on there, no, too, but he's... like, I mean, you guys are a fun duo. Have you heard Bone Queef and Chief? I haven't. I it haven't, is, but I do, should. Do, do some Bone Queef. All right, queef. so the, the whole hook of Bone Queef is that- <laughs> so dumb. She, it's so it. dumb. It's really like barely constitutes as a comedy premise, but it's essentially like- like nobody understands her name and show she continues to explain it like it's bone like a dog and quiff like a pussy fart <laughs> and they get more and more intricate where she'll be like it's bone like the long running Fox drama starring David Borneas and Emily Deschanel and quiff like a pussy fart and it's like, <laughs> always the same punchline uh, right, right, it's right, really right. stupid uh, it's so silly yes and she does not believe in sunscreen oh uh, I don't right. know why um, that's fair yeah so it's she's pretty sassy and says pussy fart a lot <laughs> It's a funny word. <laughs> it is a funny word. It's a very funny word. It's a funny fucking word. It's two funny words together. I know. Yeah. Bone queef. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty funny, though. It's like, you know, uh, I, like, weirdly, like, the, the comedy podcast world is so, like, is more expansive than, like, anything else that I've had lucky enough to have access to at this point. And so mm-hmm. people, I was in the... Um, L, what are they called? The those outlets on the way to Indio. Oh yes. yes. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the El Cabazon outlets in the mm-hmm. Nike outlet, and a random guy came up to me and was like, "Sorry, Ooh. are you bone queef?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Bone like a bone queef." Yeah, 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 yeah. Bone queef like a pussy fart. Yeah, that's my thing. Yeah. Um, he's like, "All right, cool," and then just walked away. It just, it just walked so away. Funny. Yeah. Cool. cool. Right. Um, it's funny. Yeah, that's cool. happened. Like, it's so weird how that happens. Ran. It's happened to me in New York a couple times. 
and <laughs> at Walmart and Burbank. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> where like I and the one in Walmart actually annoyed the shit out Why of me. Why would they do? Because like I'm I'm in Walmart. I just want to get some shit and go the fuck out. I have my headphones in. Yeah. And it was one of those like, hey, take your headphones out. Uh, take your headphones. Which listen to all the all the women out there who trash ass dudes do that <laughs> too. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I got that little bit of taste of. I've never done it, but I got that taste, and it mm-hmm. made me want to throw him through the ceiling. Uh, just what like, did he say? I like your show. I mean, he was like, yo, I like I like Culture Kings and I saw you on Harold Knight. And I was like, thank you. And put my headphones oh. back in. Oh, you didn't feel any pressure to be nice? No, not at all. Not oh. at all. <laughs> like other times I have been, but yeah. that one because I was literally just like in like shorts and flip flops and like a tank top. Yeah. I had a hat on. I was looking beat. You were a celeb in the wild. Uh, right? oh <laughs> no, I wasn't. Really? And that's the thing, too. I'm not a celebrity at all. But you are. I, I'm a Z-list celebrity. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. And I've, I, when other people, when this happened other times, I've always been appreciative. But the fact that it just made me take my headphones mm. out. Right. It's, it's not reading the room very well. They don't respect well. you. Yeah. Yeah. There's no that respect. must happen to Carl you, Tate? right? The, the headphones? Or just getting like people stopping you for shit. You know... Not, not, not great. Like sometimes it'll happen, but kind of super randomly. Yeah. Oh, was one one time times, it happened? Um, was at a movie theater. This guy was like, "Oh, I come here. I watch. I watch the movies a lot. Like I recognize your face." But the, the only time it annoys me, and this is fucked up, I know, but it's like when it's like family members or like mm. at at like mosque or something. Because I'm like, "Bitch, I'm trying to pray." Like, right. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but that's so yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. You're like yeah. this is not the time. This, this is, is not the time, time. and your yeah. family. Yeah, yeah, like, your family. Yeah, you yeah, know me, weird. right? Right, right. It's like I'm just, I'm just trying to eat some samosas. Like, let yeah. me chill. So, does that happen like at the mosque that your family goes to, or like at a random? If you're like out, I a, think like a little, little bit, of little mix. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did you go see? Did you go see Little in theaters? Was that the last movie you were in? Did yeah. you go see it in theaters and the people recognize you? I didn't. I just, I went to the... It went to the premiere. premiere. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 I, yeah. I forgot that's how the other But you know. Right. You see the premiere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to the premiere and then you ain't got to see it no more. But you know, yes. you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. Well, yeah. please allow me to, Rick. I saw you in What Men Want. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Wait a minute, you in What Men Want too? Yeah. Yeah, well, that oh, was shit. a trip. Love it. It's a trip. Damn, you out here working with all the queens. I know. Uh, it's funny. That was Taraji P. Henson, God right? Bless. You're God in the yes. mix on Blacks. Like you're in Black Hollywood. You're in Black Hollywood. Way more than either concert. of us. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Like, I, like can we way get more in? Than I'm either so either grateful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, please take me. <laughs> you all are so awesome. <laughs> they definitely don't want me. So I'm hey, they, they want me. I keep trying. I keep trying. I'm like, y'all sure? <laughs> Shit, I'm trying out here. I got a show. <laughs> it's the Atlanta market, y'all. That's yeah. where that's where the 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 stuff was filming. And really? do you have an agent out there? Yeah, got it. Local uh, hire, baby. Local see? hire. There you go. Yeah, that makes there sense. There you go. That's yeah. smart. I need yeah. to get we that in Chicago. You know? Yeah, you could. Just where are you from, it. Zeke? Yeah, I'm from upstate New York, Rhinebeck, okay. the whitest town oh. there ever was. Rhinebeck. Rhinebeck. It's two hours north of New York City. Population okay. number. Oh boy, who could know? I had 400 kids in my high school. Um, that's not. Not oh, in your high school, in my public high school. Oh, not class. Wow. Okay, yeah, that's in small. my yeah, one, <laughs> like a hundred and one in my class. Did, okay, did everyone date everyone? Um, sort of, but it was one of those things where it was like it because it was so small, you kind of like ran out of options pretty quick, mm-hmm. and it was like I think some people tried to like 
find neighboring school. It was just like it felt small, you know. Right. Three and a half black kids in there, mm. not enough. Mm. Right. Um, yeah, like one of my close friends was half Filipina, and like, yeah, that was like it. Uh, yeah. There were not a lot of uh, POC in the mix. Um, How what? So was LA, or did you go right from there to here? I went to college in Massachusetts um, at a school called Williams, which is a liberal arts school, also a very white place, but. White. Um, yeah, I got into improv there, and then, yeah, after I graduated in 2011, moved right here. Um, but yeah, this is, like, definitely, I was, people are always like, it takes two years to adjust to LA, and I was like, oh, I'm home, thank God, like, oh, uh, it's yeah. the best, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, and this was also your first, like, well, not first, but this is probably the biggest uh, community of people of color. Undeniably, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's changed everything for the better for me. Like, I just yeah. am... Yeah, I've learned a lot about myself. <laughs> it sounds stupid, but it's like it you don't even like realize that that there is I like look back on my life I'm like, "Oh yeah, there is just like I had lived my whole life with that sort of like light anxiety of being in an overwhelmingly white space always, always, so always." Real. And then like, yeah, suddenly it was like, "Oh, this is what it's like to be like settled in yeah, in a different way. And I, I'm uh, I'm half black. My mom's white and my dad is black. And so it's like, I don't know. It's it's not that I'm not comfortable in white spaces, but I think it was like I was missing still the other half. And now it's right. like I really have access to both, which is, yeah, right. which is great. Mm-hmm. It's weird. To, uh, not weird. Weird is probably the wrong word. But like being biracial. Uh, but I always look at it as like if the cops were in this room, what would you be? Sure. <laughs> type yeah. thing right, what do you and process? like you're biracial black passing <laughs> yeah. like type thing so like because of that I'm sure it has like a, a feel of like even though I my mom is white I have white like in my blood and my family when I go to school nobody looks like me still yeah right like and that and that's the that's where the I don't know if loneliness is the right word but that's where the difference I think like so. Comes yeah. In, even if you still have like a connection to both races, absolutely, or multiple races, totally. Yeah. yeah, I think that's exactly right. Yeah, uh, and it was like it truly was like something that until it's like until you see the matrix, you can't. You have no idea that it's there. Like, and, right. and then I was like, oh fuck, like uh, yeah, kind of exactly what you're describing. Where it's like, I was like kind of apart in a way that I was not even fully aware of, and then yeah once you sort of like gain that knowledge you're like oh that was harder than i think i realized it was yeah yeah um did you guys grow up with a ton of people of color around you too much too much i grew up you needed more white people in your life i need i mean i didn't have white people in my life to high school (laughs) wow yeah yeah like i grew up i grew up on the south side of chicago yeah it was all black and Chicago super segregated. So all the black people live on one side of town and all the white people live on the other side of town. Yeah. Like, And then the north side is a little mixture of both, but still lean, heavy white. Uh, so I didn't have like a white people around me until high school. Yeah. And it was like a whole different world. What high school yeah. did you go to? TF South. Uh, it's a high school I I went to another high school freshman year I went to Mount Carmel and I hated it oh Mount Carmel Mount Carmel sounds like a, sounds like a rap album it, <laughs> Mount Carmel yeah. Carmel no it was all boys it was all boy Catholic school and I hated it oh Whoa. gosh hated oh no it. Had some bomb ass food though. Really? Food cafeteria. They would be cooking fresh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like just fresh shit. That's the only thing I missed about it. But yeah, nah. Then I went to TF South. Shout out TF South Rebels. 
What, what? what was that the what? mascot, Rebels? That was the right oh. mascot. We had, it was an old white rebel. I don't know what the yeah, fuck he was. was. He was yeah. a rebel. I don't know what he was. He's just right, a white right. dude with a gun. It's like a vaguely hat. colonial. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. colonial as fuck. Yeah. He's <laughs> like a pilgrim. That's your rebel. Yeah. Yeah. It makes no sense. I don't right. get what our, what our mascot was, but we went, I went to the same high school as Pierre Thomas. You know Pierre Thomas? football player yes yeah he played for the saints carl would love that uh so we i went with like a few athletes and who i didn't go with him but he went here what's his name jim o'hare has no that name from uh parks and rec yes mm-hmm. yeah he went he went okay. to tsl too go rebels go rebels go rebels go rebels yeah i have a question i want to ask you about. Oh, wait i want to know where you're from well, <laughs> oh and then yes please ask yes me. Yeah, yeah. Wanna, no no go uh, ahead like, primarily it was like black brown and asian and then there was like five white people mm. yeah mm. there was like five white people and for me my exposure to, to white people was like ucla yeah Greek, to me frat life was like fuck is going on it was were such a, a mind trip were you in a sorority hell no oh, okay no okay. nothing against sororities or fraternities but i just know oh wow that came off really no you can be against them <laughs> who gives a fuck hell i'm anti i'll right, probably right. say i'm anti yeah i'm anti I just, all um, that shit i just <laughs> know that I, I i just i that just but i feel like maybe maybe i was blessed to already have like feel sistership growing up where yeah. i was just like i'm not gonna pay to have sisters fuck that you gotta pay for you gotta pay for sisters you gotta, too? well you gotta pay to be in a sorority or in a fraternity you do yeah, I thought, I'm what's all that hazing right? shit for? Yeah, <laughs> like, right? I thought that's what right. Yeah, I thought that was the yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's You're doing Jake this so I don't have to pay. <laughs> right, right. But I just also, like, I wouldn't fare well with the hazing. Like, I'd just be like. Yeah, not for me. Not yeah, for me. Not for me. I, I just would fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so, so UCLA, yeah. but where did you uh, come uh, from? Bay Area, Bay like Area. San Jose. Got it. Um, south of Oakland. Where did you come from? Where did you come from? Where is your... You gotta listen to background? you gotta listen to the last uh, the oh, we, interview. Right. we had it. Got it. So this is all repeat info. No, 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 no. Not for you. you. It's not yeah. for me. Though. It's new yes. for you. It's important for me to have this. We need to know. We need to know who I'm dealing with. Right. Yeah. 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 You gotta know. You gotta know. But I'm saying, like, for those who want to know even more, we just learned all about right. you. We just learned all about you. I want to know something about you, though. Please, yeah. This guy fired at me, and I'm gonna ask you. Uh oh. Right after the break, we'll be back. Oh wow. We back, we back, and we, we back, back, and we back. I'm in a room. Who else is here? Euler. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't yeah, that be I'm great? right here. She nice. was here the whole time. Uh, she was here the, the whole time. That, I, that's one movie that I, I did like when I watched it. And I've watched it a couple times, but I feel like now it is now I don't ever have to watch Ferris Bueller mm-hmm. again. Who like, do you think was a local hire in Ferris Bueller? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody in the class, everybody in the class. Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> we also got Zeke in the room, What's Zeke up? Nicholson. Uh, you 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 have done a lot of dope shit over the past like two three years in your career. You Thank were on you. that Lopez show for a little yes. bit. I was. Yeah. Um, but I have never talked to someone even though full disclosure you just informed me that you are not going back to the show but i have never talked to someone who has been on at this point now an infamously 
uh, cancel show that has been rescued. Mm, yeah. Which I feel like is a new phenomenon. Uh, mm, yes. Like the first show I remember where that truly happened, and I'm sure there's somebody going to be in my mentions like, well, actually, this was the first <laughs> show. But the first show I remember was Chuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happened with Chuck. Chuck got canceled and then it got saved. The uh, Mindy Project was yes. one. Not to be in your mentions in okay. real life, but oh, uh, the former co-host of this show oh. was on was a writer for a show that was canceled and then saved. Oh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine is another one. Too. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine is another one. Yeah. Although Chuck happened in two thousand six. Yeah, I so forgot that that was, that was also Friday Night Lights. That's oh. right. That was the, that was probably one of the first ones. Yeah. 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 But I feel like now. Especially with social media, a show gets canceled and it becomes like a it'll be back. save this show. Right. Totally. Right. And then it'll be back on Quibi or some shit. Right. You know? right. Just come right. back at yeah. you. Right, Check right. Out on Quibi. Yeah. But you were on AP Bio. You wrote on AP Bio. Yes. Uh, first two seasons of AP Bio and yeah. it got unceremoniously canceled after a lot of good reviews and right. people liked it and shit yeah. like that. NBC be on that shit. Uh, well, it's back on NBC, so it's on. Yes, it's on an NBC stream. They're un, as yet unnamed streaming platform for season mm-hmm. three. Yeah, but yeah, it was crazy. It was like, what is that like? What is that whole? What is that? Because before it got canceled, you probably hadn't made the decision whether you were coming back or not. Or yes, did you? Uh, no, I wasn't sure. I was, uh, yeah, I didn't know kind of what what was going to happen, but it was like it. It was pretty. I remember season one. It was like. Uh, sort of like middling rated also but there were like it's sort of like Herald teams like there were a couple of shows in the line of fire ahead of us and we were like uh, we may fly under the radar exactly yeah <laughs> and it was like a Bob Greenblatt the former president of NBC was like a it was sort of like his pickup and so um, yeah it got renewed for season two and then like Greenblatt left and was replaced by some other people and so it was like kind of a show that was felt like it belonged to an older regime a little mm. bit um it's a weird show it's like it's not nbc in general is like doesn't quite i don't know there it's not like cbs that has it's like huge like middle america like viewership big mm. bang theory young sheldon type shows um and so yeah, everybody just sort of like stayed at it. It was like a really big streaming one because mm-hmm. um, a lot of young people watched it, but not a huge sort of like network on, proper on TV viewership. Yeah. Um, but like Hulu numbers were enormous, and so yeah, I've, right. I don't know why that doesn't matter. It's like it's so Money? crazy. Like it does, but it's like there's less advertising dollars in it, That's and true. so it's like it's yeah. Um, but yeah, so then it got canceled and. I was sort of like, this is, I think it's done. Like it's, uh, yeah, like you were saying, it was like so many shows now do this, like save AP Bio, save One Day at a Time, save Mm -hmm. Mindy Project. And like many of them are unsuccessful. Um, Right. But yeah, Patton Oswalt has a huge Twitter following and like was able to seemingly like generate a lot of stuff. And through that, it got a lot of good press. Like, um, yeah, there are just all these articles being written about how it's like gone too soon. It was just like finding its stride and... Yeah, lo and behold, when they announced, it truly was like dead. Uh, and in that time, I took a different job, and then <laughs> it got saved. And yeah, okay. so it's back. So you um, didn't get the call. You didn't get the call. Like, ha, Zeke, <laughs> <laughs> gotta we, get this guy. We got. Sadly. Well, that's dope. That's a dope. That's good for your contract, though, because I know some contracts happen yeah. where, mm-hmm. like, 
no matter what happened because it happened to Damon Wayans Jr. right new girl and then Happy Endings came back yeah and it was like we don't give a fuck what you want nigga come bring your ass back to the show yeah totally (laughs) right and it's crazy too it's like those those deals for cast are seven years long and for writers they're in like three year increments typically okay and but so many shows are like is it coming back is it not and you have to just sort of like take meetings in the interim and be like I think I'm gonna go to this new show and then suddenly it's back you're like never mind I'm not available (laughs) or like (laughs) or you can get out of your old con yeah but it's yeah it's crazy it's like a real wild wild west and i like it was my first time sort of being like going on these meetings and they're like so are you still writing for april i'm like well i don't know if it's coming back or not like maybe i don't yeah right um but yeah and the show was about like just a teacher who shouldn't have been a teacher for lack of a better yeah. phrase yeah. like so funny yeah i i didn't watch all of it but the few episodes i did watch i thought was super funny i'm bad at watching tv Thank uh you. but i did i did watch on Hulu, because I, I never, because I don't have anything else. Right, uh, and they're all so fun. I'm a young. <laughs> thank you. I'm 22. Uh, <laughs> I'll be 22 forever. Uh, but yeah, it was such a funny show and such a such a fun. Uh, such a, especially since I knew someone. I like you're the reason why I watched it because oh, I was like, oh, Zeke, Zeke writes that. on this, so thank I'm gonna so much. gonna watch a few episodes. Yeah, I wish I had a teacher that was an asshole. Like, in a fun way. Yeah. I feel like those did, like, I did have one teacher. (laughs) She wasn't an asshole. I think she was sleeping with students. Oh. No way. I do think she was sleeping with students. That doesn't make her an asshole. No, that don't make her an (laughs) asshole. A good caretaker. It makes her her (laughs) just a a giving, nurturing person. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was giving orgasms to high school students. Sorry to jump in, but (laughs) isn't it so funny how when you're in like high school and middle school, you're like, fuck, that'd be so awesome. And now you're an adult, you're like, that is like incorrect. It's so weird. It's the weirdest thing. It's very weird. That belies serious mental illness in almost every case. Yeah. But we still sexualize it because it's like the whole like like teacher student like totally. dynamic yeah I searched for, search for it on right. Pornhub you know, right. like teacher right. student teacher fucking up. student alright let me see it's let me scroll <laughs> Gina, right. Gina Valentine alright no. right. <laughs> right. frat parties you yeah. know right. teacher student frat right. parties yes yeah. the teacher comes in what are you guys doing it's like, crazy I guess I'll stay yeah. it's so fucking and weird. then you hear like stories about it in real life and you're like oh no that like the trauma going on in every direction is like brutal yeah it's brutal but i had a teacher who uh now i have to be careful not to say any names because i ain't trying to get this person to go to jail if it wasn't happening (laughs) Right, right, right we just think it was happening but she was like a cool teacher like she we were like she was friendly with students and i remember one time exactly she was too friendly i think i remember one time I I like she threw like a pop quiz and I was my seat was always right next to her desk because she loved me so I was right next to her desk and she threw a pop quiz and I, or a quiz and I was like oh man I didn't study for this I just said that and then like in the middle of the quiz she <laughs> she like goes rummaging through her papers while I'm taking the quiz and like drops the answer key no. at Whoa. the end of the table no. and just leaves it there. <laughs> and I'm she like, loved you. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm about to cheat my ass <laughs> off. That is and, wild. Yeah, and that's like the closest I've had to like a cool teacher. Yeah. <laughs> did she ever? Did did we have we had sex? Okay, <laughs> no, we did. <laughs> it's too late. You said it. Yeah, yeah. No, did she it's ever? Done. Want? 
That's th- that was my question. No, we did not. I don't want to. I did not have sex with the teacher. You guys had sex with the teacher. <laughs> Tell everyone what high school did you go to again? Right. No. Oh shit! I did say what high school I went to. Now people gonna go start rebels. going. <laughs> go rebels. Now Get people gonna start going through my transcripts. Like, what right. was all his Which teachers? Teacher was it? All right. All right. Now caramel <laughs> takes had, on a whole different meaning. Right. They had sex. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that shit would be wild. No, and we did yeah. not have relations. Everyone. Relations. We. Uh, it was a professional mm. relationship. It was a professional relationship right. where she helped you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have crazy right. teachers or fun I, teachers? Did you have one, Zeke? I was just remembering um, to, uh, my second grade teacher, I'll say his name, I don't give a fuck, Mr. Schubert, was like the biggest asshole. I, like I would fake going, I would fake sickness every day and go to the nurse because I hated being in his class oh so my much. God. And I remember he had a, he had a little book that was like a, a tiny little book that he would keep in his breast pocket and it had a like red dot on it and if you were bad you got put in the book mm-hmm. and there's this one girl named Brooke in my class and she was constantly being getting in trouble and so everyone called her Brooke in the book uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> that's so good uh, I remember one time he screamed at a kid named Walter who was a bad kid and he was like damn you Walter sit down and like damn you when you're in second kid second grade is like tell is like calling somebody like you fucking piece yeah, of shit sit the fuck awful. like it was extreme we were so like shell-shocked by the harsh use of that bad word yeah um yeah and then i had a, a pervy teacher named mr ellsworth in seventh grade who mm. sat all the girls in the front row and, it, <laughs> and like oh, so tried to look down their shirts and like everyone Great. was what? aware of it yeah Love it. What? i, I hope to, he's in jail he is dead okay. <laughs> not even that's, that's <laughs> like r.i.p you know um right yeah but it's crazy how it's like when you're in high school there's like well-known right. shit like that where you're like oh yeah that dude's a perv everyone knows yeah. it right. and like yeah, does the administration know or care or what? Like, no, I mean, honestly, like, I'm thinking I, and I want to hear if you had a teacher, but like, Coster, mm-hmm. but I, I'm like telling too much business, but fuck it, this is my show. <laughs> right. uh, I show. tell all these stories. So there is one time where I did school, me and a girl did school, and we did school to go hook up. And like, <laughs> Apparently, apparently, I didn't lay the pipe well enough for her. Uh, and she, and she, and like the next day at school, like she was telling people, like, "Oh, he only lasted. He lasted less than ten minutes." Which in high school is That's embarrassing. A marathon. But right, now right, it's right, like, right. shit. You, happy you got it. Shit. I ate you out, didn't I? <laughs> Man, you happy you got that? I, uh, but, and so, like, of course, I'm embarrassed and shit. It's going around school. And this teacher comes up to me and says, mm, I heard about you. And, and, like, and, like, then I was super embarrassed. But now as an adult thinking about that, that right. you shouldn't be saying that like, shit to me. <laughs> like, That's crazy. That's too much. T.O. South was wild, man. <laughs> It sure was. was wild. That is yeah. insane. It Rebels. is insane, dude. It like, is what insane. is the ideal version of the interaction? I, I heard about you. Yes, yeah. you did, Mrs. Jones. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. I yes, just like I didn't know what to say. I was just like, oh, oh and just walked away. That That's awful and so unprofessional. It's so unprofessional. So unprofessional. <laughs> wild. And at this age, I'm like 16 or 17, or probably even it's like yeah, 16 or some shit. 
What, did you have some wild teachers or a wild I'm teacher? I'm going to say his motherfucking name. Say that nigga's yeah. name. Because uh, it was out on the news. Oh, shit. Um, so uh, it was our theater teacher, mm. uh, Mr. Ferraro. I mean. And this motherfucker, okay, well, like known for being kind of pervy, but this motherfucker was on Craigslist putting things out like, oh, I'm a photographer, ladies come on by. And um, oh, ladies come on by. Ladies come on by, <laughs> and I'll take photos of you. But uh, as you change in my room, he had a camera set up. Ooh. So, so it was like a whole, so like it was a whole thing. I don't know if anything happened with students other than the general perviness, but he got arrested mid class. <gasps> yeah, Were you there? Like, it was a whole thing. I had the period right after. Damn. I missed the drama. You missed it. You yeah. Fucking missed it. That Is was... he now dead? No, not Karma hasn't gotten him yet. <laughs> Karma has not gotten him yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. Wait, that's a horror movie. Right. Yeah. Pervy teachers who get die. gotten. Yep. They just get gotten. Yeah. Uh, who's the wild. bad guy in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it the Grand Reaper? Ghost. Right. Yeah, it follows. It right, follows. It follows. Uh, that shit is wild. Well, so you're funny. you're writing on a new show now, uh, or you wrote on the upcoming season of a new show. Yes. Um, Which is? It's called Miracle Workers. Um, yes. Yeah. Season one was, um, yeah, it's with Daniel Radcliffe, mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Dun, dun, um, dun, dun, dun. That's right. Costa's favorite. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and Steve Buscemi um, mm-hmm. and Geraldine Vinswanthen, who was mm-hmm. uh, in Blockers. Um, yeah, so they it's cool. It's a it's created by Simon Rich, who created uh, Man Seeking Woman. Um and it's an anthology style comedy. So the first season was like a workplace uh, show in heaven, kind of, yeah, not unlike The Good Place. Mm-hmm. And the second season is the same cast, but a completely different story and a completely different scenario. So the second season is like uh, Freaks and Geeks in the Dark Ages um, <laughs> about, yeah, a sort so of like good. young girl who wants to get out of her like shit dump town and move to Paris. Um, nice. She's like the smartest person in her town. Um, and yeah, so it's like follows Geraldine and... Uh, Steve Buscemi is her father, um, and he's the town shit shoveler. Um, and Dan Radcliffe plays the uh, like local prince, who's like this sort of frou frou guy, mm. and is like, yeah, starts to become like woke prince. Um, Love it. Yeah, so it's really fun. It was like a really awesome experience, and um, yeah, I'm stoked. I think it's gonna be yes. very funny. Are you are you gonna travel for it to I location? Am. Yeah, they're shooting in Prague. Yes. Um, That's yeah, that's so dope. So I'm stoked. I just that's found dope. out actually that I'm yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Is is weird. So, are you are you a writer, Coster? Do you write? Um, I write like comedy shit. Okay, and scary movies. Okay, ooh, that's why I want to. I want to. I want to create a scary. I want to yes. fucking produce a scary a horror film or yes. something. Yeah, we should talk. We should talk. We should talk. Make but a scary movie. Let's make, make a scary movie. movie. <laughs> but how, so it's different. Like you're you you act and you. Right, professionally, yeah, uh, Zeke. So, how is that? How is it going from like room to room in comparison to an actor going from show to show? Because I feel like with, because an actor who goes show to show generally, or like unless you're a series regular on a show, and and then you can eventually get to that season of your career too, where you're like a series regular on one show, and then that gets canceled. You're a series regular on this show, yeah. Uh, but generally, it's people like me who are just doing co-stars and guest stars and shit. So for it's sure. different. But as a writer, you're in that room for the whole season. Yeah. yeah uh, or for two seasons. And then like to leave that show and then go to another one. Is that like a weird like readjustment? Yeah. I think like 
you know, the, um, the, the experience in the room is so dependent on the vibe that the showrunner curate mm-hmm. curates. Um, and in both cases, like with Mike O'Brien and Simon Rich, um, they actually had worked together in the past. And so the room rhythms were very similar in a really cool way. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, both of those dudes were really great bosses and I learned a ton from them. Um, I think in general, like being a writer versus being an actor, you learn a lot more as a writer about like the business of TV because you're there at the inception of it, right? Like you have to think about um, shit like budget, like, well, we're budgeted for shooting four days on the lot and one day off the lot this episode. So we have to create a story that like exists mostly on our standing sets, uh, except for like one day, you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. shit where it's like when you're an actor and you get the, the final script, you're like, I don't fucking know how this came to be and I don't really care. <laughs> just go right. and do my thing. Just go do my thing. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely like more ownership over the show as a writer. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And like, I feel like when you're a guest actor on shit, it's like, unless the main cast is like really cool about it, it's, it feels like you're like it feels stepping like you're into somebody by, else's yeah. house for a little bit, right? Yeah. It's it hard feels, to feel like you're like, this is mine. You know, it's just like, oh, I'm a guest here, literally, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I did Liza and it was Liza on Demand this past season. And it was, I, I did Bless This Mess, like maybe, uh, three weeks before I did mm-hmm. Liza, right? And bless this mess, it was a fucking, uh, Dak Shepard, it was a big set, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And they it shoot felt, in Santa Clarita? They shoot near there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, and it probably is, we want some fucking farmland. Ranch. Yeah, ranch. And, and, and everybody was nice and professional and nobody was mean or anything, but it felt very cold. Yeah. It felt so fucking cold. Yeah. Uh, where you do feel like, you're just a cog in a wheel. Right. <laughs> Almost, yeah. right? And then Liza, and I think this probably has a lot to do because, like, whenever you're a big star like that, you set the tone. Like, nothing For against sure. Dax, but Dax was very much like, when I'm done shooting, I'm going to sit in my chair right. and talking to the only person I know type person, which yeah. is fair. You, you've earned it. Uh, but... Liza was very nice, so that set felt very warm. And, yeah. like, even though I was a guest, like, it still felt like... Oh totally. yeah, man! I can talk to people. Oriented. I yeah, like when I was done with my shit, like I was able to like they were about to shoot, but they, I was like, oh, let's get hugs and shit. It was mm-hmm. really and, and it's so crazy how much that matters. You, I, I heard this a lot when I was younger, but like when your name is at the top of that call sheet, like mm-hmm. how much you set the tone Big for time. shit, right? 100%. Yeah. And I'm only talking about it from an acting standpoint, but like in this instance, a showrunner and like his name is at the top it's of the that same, shit, yeah. right? And they set the fucking tone, yeah. For that, which is just like some people shouldn't be at the top of those yeah. sheets. <laughs> I gotta like, quickly asshole. big ups Daniel Radcliffe exactly for that. Yeah, where mm-hmm. he, apparently, like I am new to the show, obviously, but like he is, he came to the writers' room to hang out for like a week, and he mm-hmm. was the most like nice, like like caring, yeah. humble dude, and it was like. Man, if this motherfucker can do it, he's been globally famous since he was ten. Everybody, yeah. can everybody can do it. Like, there's no reason to there's be an no asshole. Reason. There's no, no reason. reason. He was just like, "Thank you so much. Like, Aww. I'm so happy to learn from you guys. Like, That's I just great. hope we can take what you've done and like, you know, give it, give it the life that it deserves. Just like That's crazy, so yeah, really gracious, yeah. dude. Um, and he's been famous, and not even just like, oh, he's famous. Like this dude, like his likeness will be used forever. Yeah. <laughs> Or ever, right? And his grandkids and grandkids' grandkids. Uh huh. Okay. They're okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's dope. It's cool. Everyone just be nice. All right. Just be nice. Don't be an asshole. (laughs) Be nice, especially if your name is at the top of them sheets. Whatever you're doing. If if you set the tone for shit, set the tone right. Change shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. It makes is no need to be. And look, there's also and look, it's a job. I get it. Not everybody has the personality to be. Yeah. I, so like I'm not saying, but don't be an asshole and don't be cold yeah. for right. it happens too much. Yeah. And I found on uh, sets that are dominated by folks of color, it's drastically different mm, in my personal yeah. experiences. That's what I've felt. That's what I've felt. Which that was kind of the difference between those two shows I was yeah. just talking about. Like one was dominated by mostly white people, mm-hmm. and the other one was dominated by mostly people of color. Yeah, and it was a completely different vibe. Yeah, uh, in the show. Yeah. yeah, and and yeah, and just I feel like it just goes to say like the importance of I mean, guys, we're all here preaching to the choir, but like the importance of folks of color, like being in the steering heading positions as the number ones, as the directors and showrunners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If is that so from an acting standpoint and then from a writer standpoint, is it running a show? So because I know you guys are writing a show. I'm not going to talk too much about it because you guys haven't. But I know you guys are in the process of that. Sex Fiesta. It's called Sex Fiesta. uh, (laughs) And it will be coming to Cinemax. That's right. (laughs) I love Cinemax. Cinemax Starring Jackie's teacher. (laughs) Concert's theater teacher. It's it's great. The one teacher in the hall who heard about me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the ghost of your teacher. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We miss you, Doug. Is it is obviously being a series regular is something that all actors would want. But what's like your number one goal? Like what's the one thing that you want um, to fuck shit up? Well, I get it. Just to fuck shit up. I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, what do I want? I don't know. It's hard. Would you, you want know, to be a series a regular? Yeah, I'll take a series regular. I'll take a Marvel film. I'll take. Would you want your own show though? Um, is that something that you want? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. My, I mean, what I want is to work with dope people. That's my priority. Okay, you know, yeah. like whether it's my show or somebody else's show, I just want to be working on a set that feels like a community. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Otherwise, it's Same. like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Some people don't want that. Some people are just like, yo, I want a show that has my name on it. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and they that's what they're working for. And like, same. I just want. Yeah. What about for to, you? I just want to work, and I would love to work in a show where it feels like high school theater. Right. And yeah. by that, I mean like. Everybody's fucking each other. That's what you mean. Yeah. I mean, Playing I wasn't going to say That's basically what high school theater was. <laughs> that's, 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 that's pretty much. Theater. But just like the, the community of like, I know all these people. Yeah. They know it's like a family uh, type atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you get that mostly with episodic television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than movies or unless it's Marvel and they've all been working together for 10, 15 years. Right. right. But but yeah, so that's something yeah. I want. What about you? Yeah, I I'm I don't care so much about like having my name on it necessarily, but I just want to be able to both write and act at the same time. Oh yeah, um, yeah, okay, yeah. So uh, how yeah. how possible is that? I think it's pretty possible. I think it's it easier happens if you a created lot. Created the show, definitely. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, or, that was a very dumb question to me. It happens so much. It does happen, but yeah. like, but. You, so you would probably know this better than I would. Is there, it happens a lot, but is there some type of disconnect that a lot of people don't see? Like, let's say Marin, for instance, right? Uh-huh. Like that was his show. He probably, did he write? I don't know if he wrote it or not. I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure about that show. Uh, but let's say he did write it. Yeah. But once you start it, you get that first episode, it's kind of like producers. It's like Lena Waith. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, her name is on it, but she ain't in that damn room. um type thing right Right. so i think it's like it depends Uh, i know like t 
Tina Fey, for example, on Thirty Rock was like she did it all. Like she nice. she wrote through the episodes yes. in, in the room. And, yeah. Okay. And like Mindy, I think same. Like it's not easy because like a showrunner right. is a full time job. Yeah. It's a full time job. You are required to not only manage the writers and like manage the scripts and the stories, but also deal with wardrobe and props and like you are the it is your show like you mm-hmm. are the sort of like yeah head producer in, in many ways too mm-hmm. um and it's like both of those women were the stars of those shows too so it's like and network sitcom where you're writing and acting typically at the same time and so Oof. delegation becomes very key i would imagine right. and yeah. yeah i think it's a bit easier on cable when you can write the whole bunch of episodes and then go shoot them all mm-hmm. um but yeah and it's just like i don't know i as for as much as i want to do that i also like don't want to start hating it but i could real. see being like yeah. if you're just a lot getting overworked yeah. it being terrible yeah um but yeah i don't i don't want to just do one thing guys do it all for, i want to do it all and you can see? and i can't He's a talented you, guy you for you, did the love of acting and writing happen at the same time or, or different times? Yeah, I was like working consistently-ish as an actor for about a year. And then as it as it does, it slowed down for me. Like I had a run of like, take my wife, Lopez, good place, kind of all in track. I was like, I'm good. I'm going to work right. forever. Mm-hmm. And then like, uh, and then suddenly it dried up. Um, yeah. And like not in any crazy way. I wasn't doing anything wrong. It's just like... Um, yeah, that's the sort of ebbs, ebbs and, flows. and flows of it. Um, mm-hmm. And so in that time, I was like, well, I do want to see what this writing business is about. Let me write a pilot. And so I did that. And like, I like finished that pilot basically in January. And then like, yeah, by a couple months later, ended up getting hired on AP Bio. And so it just hey. like, hey. No small feet. No that's small like, feet. that's awesome. Thank that's you. Dope. Yeah. Um, and like due to recommendations of like, people that i knew and like from just good comedy relationships um yeah and so and it was great i'm like really glad to have done that and really learned yeah how to write properly and like i'm really set up now to it it makes you a better actor too to Mm -hmm. really know how to yeah how to sort of advance story how to do all that how to not like how to service scripts how to just yeah it's just they're really good skills to have especially if you want to be the sort of like best actor and if you want to be a director or anything like that right. it's like yeah knowing how to write and yeah I, just do it all it's, it's amazing not. like when i create when i was doing my web series and we were producing it and we produced like close to 20 episodes of it and it's amazing and we were producing it i was acting in it we would write episodes and yeah. shit and it's amazing how much that helped my acting, just learning the business side yeah. mm-hmm. of production and learning like behind the camera side of production, how much it helps when you get in front of the camera. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking wild. Yeah. It's so wild. I think a lot of actors worry about, and I was this too, like going into a room being like, everybody's going to forget me as an actor. Like these casting directors aren't going to remember me. Right. And like, I... My experience has been the opposite of that, which mm-hmm. is that now they're like, oh, you're a writer. They're like, they fuck with you so much heavier because mm-hmm. you're not like this desperate actor being like, please give me a job. It's right. like, I don't need you anymore. Like, right. I'm yes. good. I can yeah. also I, I, like, I might end up writing on this show and exactly. put my damn self in. Right. <laughs> and they're like, Wait up. You don't need us? Well, then we want you. And it's yeah. like, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So everyone just go write so a pilot. Real. And, yeah. Go write a pilot and then you get everything and, you and want. And get a staff job, staff writing That's job. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Just do it, guys. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. I yeah. mean, what you waiting for? Yeah. Do right. it. Do it. <laughs> hey, I got something I want to talk about Uh-oh. that's very silly and dumb, but Great. I want it's something that even though I've have clo- I have a close relationship with 
somebody on your team and like know all of you guys. I've never ever fucking asked. Mm. So I'm gonna do it. On the other side of this break. Oh. Let's pay some you bills. You get me every time, Jackie. Oh, at this point, this is the fourth time you've d- done it. I know. <laughs> I'm always ready for the question. We'll be back. Back everybody, Coster in the room, Zeke in the room, Jackie's nobody else. Edgar's band. He'll be back. He'll be back next episode. All right. So you're on the team, white women. Yes. White women. Uh, it's so funny. Like I'm, I'm getting to a place now too where, like in comedy, I feel uh, like good, but also feel like I'm just doing it. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not a. It's the pressure of being good is not on me mm. anymore uh yeah. as much as it was you know it all pressure is always there but you guys have you guys have been a hot group for like five four or five years at this point right and then you also do a lot of other shit at ucb and stuff like that yeah uh i'm not getting i'm not at the question yet all right i'm gonna ask You're the pre-question me up i'm gonna ask the pre-question yeah. first pre-question is how has the confidence of being on a team like white women where you guys can just be like man we don't we ain't practicing we just going in to perform and shit like Mm. that helped just your performance aspect in general because confidence is a big part of comedy (laughs) is such a big part of comedy yeah i think a lot like yeah white women is a really interesting group in that you're right we literally have with the group has been together for six years now and we practiced one time in the first like three (laughs) months that we were together and Mm -hmm. like we're just lucky to generate a lot of performance opportunity very quickly and as a result have been able to yeah perform all over the country and it's been a blast yeah um, you guys go everywhere man we go we go everywhere that's dope weird cities we've been there um but yeah it's like confidence definitely a lot the thing that i love about I, so i'm on white women that i'm also on a house team called cardinal redbird at ucb mm-hmm. and like I really like having both of those teams because I'm forced to play very differently based on the personalities on each team. Like on Redbird, it's it's a much more it's a group of like very sort of like technical, experienced players, and so I get to be a real agent of chaos and like just go insane and let them pick up the pieces. <laughs> uh, whereas on White Women, it's all agents of chaos, uh, and so I have to be a lot more like kind of diligent, mm-hmm. sort of technical, mm-hmm. like scenic general a bit more. And so yeah, I think it's like. I really, yeah, white women gave me a lot of confidence, but also simultaneously being on Redbird gave me a different, it sort of rounded me out at the same time. And so mm-hmm. I think like, yeah, it was great to be able to sort of like be on both of those teams as they were rising at the same time. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you guys come to white women? The name? Yeah. I've never asked any of you guys this. <laughs> and it's such a funny, it's such a funny name because not, I mean, it's a funny name just in general, but also now people refer to you as, oh, uh, like when I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah they're, uh, yeah, yeah, you guys know white women? And yeah. they'd be like, yeah, I know white women. Oh no, I mean like the comedy group, white women. Yeah. <laughs> right? So you're referred to as a white woman. Sure, <laughs> yes. You are <laughs> a white woman. Mean. Which is so funny. Your mom is proud. My mom is very <laughs> proud. Mom yes. is proud. Um, the, the answer, unfortunately, is like not that good of a story. We That's fine. That one practice we had was at Colton Dunn's house. Uh, yeah. 
and we were I remember sitting around Lamar's Monte Carlo on the street. It was filled of with course trash. He has a Monte Carlo. Uh, he had a Monte Carlo. That is so good. When he was the manager of the wax museum, he drove a Monte Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so funny. we were sitting outside and we were like pitching different names. I, the only other ones I remember were, uh, the Clippers coach at the time was Vinny Del Negro mm-hmm. and we thought about Vinny Del Negro. Um, at some, I think that led us to, uh, WNBA was a thought for a second as a team. <laughs> so you what. guys were going to be That's women good. no it's matter what. I guess <laughs> so. I, yeah, I never made that connection. And I think maybe the sort of like women's national basketball led us to white women. And then, yeah. <laughs> so good. But it's funny. It's like, I, I yeah, we, uh, it it provides us the really nice thing of instantly the irony becomes very clear and people mm-hmm. will, are primed to laugh already based on that. Right. We get a lot of people being like, is it because you love white women and you're like celebrating white women? It's like literally yeah. that, that was like, not it. Not it was I mean, just like this is the opposite of what we are. We are black right. men. And so yeah. it's funny. Yeah. You're not super That's big so on Twitter, but uh, or maybe you are and I just don't see it. Yeah. But like that whole when Ray was, uh, did you you remember that a couple years ago when Ray's, uh, I don't want to butcher her name uh so no not riser ray sanny or oh yes uh yeah 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 yeah. uh with that shit who's been on i I love ray she's been on culture games a couple times uh but like she was very upset she was upset she was upset about that shit (laughs) also it's like all right we're you're upset about an improv team name like whatever Yeah. yeah yeah But it's great, yeah. And I That's think it's so a good, good branding technique. For it's very it makes you laugh. Yeah, it's memorable. It's funny. Qu- question for you: Sure. How, do you feel like I guess two part question? Do you feel like being on White Women? How like how did that help you shape your comedic voice? Yeah. If it did, and then secondly, saying that you know you were coming from like a white commu- primarily white community before, was it? What, how was it not being the token one anymore? Mm. It was crazy. Well, yes, I became a different type of token on white women, which is that I became the white one on white oh, women. Oh, yes, the uh, diversity hire. You know what I mean? I was exactly, I was the reverse diversity hire. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it really shaped me a lot. I mean, like it was not not even so much as a comedy, but like having a tight group of black friends for the first time was, yeah, it, yeah has completely changed the yeah. way that I operate in the world. Um, and yeah, just be... I don't know. Like it's, it has certainly influenced my writing certainly influenced my acting. And, um, yeah, I think like each, the, the thing that's so great about the group, um, is that it really, we are, you know, we are six people who at a base level sort of fall into the same like demographic umbrella of like black men in their like early thirties. Um, but each one of us is so different yes. and like the, so different. So real. Yeah. I think sort of being able to be like, all of you are so, so the only two people that I can say are probably similar, but not even really are is I, not really, but Ronnie and Lamar, just cause they both have quiet voices, I, yeah, but like, like, that's like, about so it. <laughs> they're so even, different. Yeah. yeah. They're so fucking different than it. Yeah. It's yeah. so crazy. Um, yeah. And so it's like, I think like that, that is really the strength of the team is like, our joke is like, Oh, we're the R and B group of comedy and we've got a black guy for everyone. Like, and yeah, I think it's the, um, I don't know. like showing the, that that's not a monolithic experience and it's been really cool. Um, and yeah, I think I've just learned a lot about, I don't know. Yeah. Well, how it is, they have just sort of like helped me figure out me in a lot of ways and being part of the group has done that too. Um, and yeah, and how to sort of be us. It's really funny to like go to 
Portland or like some super white space and like watch six black dudes who all like kind of have some money walk down the street and people <laughs> be like, is that a rap group? What's like, going you know, like, on? Yeah. <laughs> right. I remember me, Lamar and Carl flew first class to Austin one time. Oh. And, yeah. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> to the Out of Bounds Comedy Festival. <laughs> and we were, in the, the, it was actually a black guy asked if we were, he's like, so y'all musicians or what? <laughs> <laughs> we were like, I love that. Yeah, we're comedians, sir. We comedians. Yeah. Which is equally just as dope. Yeah. Equally, because comedy, I mean, like, think of growing up, it was musicians, athletes, and comedians. That's true. Like, those are the ones you always fucking knew their names. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it funny, guys, to think that, like, none of us are professional athletes, but we are the equivalent of professional athletes in our spheres. Yeah. I think about that. Yeah. 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 And I love it. I'm, like, globally probably, like, top 200 improvised. No, <laughs> oh my that's God, not yeah, true. You are. I mean, that might, no, that might be a high yeah. number. 200, yeah. no, 200 is good. Does that feel about that's right? Good. That feels that's about right. That feels about right. That feels about right. That's crazy. I mean, like, I'm how many people can I'm in the top 500. Say- <laughs> I'm in the top 500. Right, right. Look, yeah. <laughs> how many people can say they're in the top, even, like, you know, Two percent of some specific industry. That's like, nobody. Field. What if they started doing like a final, like uh, not a like a what is it? I don't I don't know sports. Fan, uh, fantasy league is that a thing? Oh fantasy uh, yeah, league? fantasy. But like four improvisers, Whoa. and then they like pair you up and they. And you cage match it. Somebody's gonna do that. Ooh. Somebody's gonna waste their time doing that. Somebody's gonna waste their time doing you know? it. Somebody yeah, might. Somebody be... who's listening right now right, is getting their phones like, let out. Get, like, let, right. me let me go ahead. Make this list. Make right. this list. I mean, dude, actually, Bang Bang does that. I was every year. just. Oh, I was just about to say you can just look no further than Reddit. Yeah. Uh, for there comedy bang. They have a fake <laughs> bracket for characters that like go head to head and yeah. then it's like yeah yeah. It's pretty sick. I dig it. There's if you if you want to see the toxic side of comedy fandom. Just go to Earwolf Reddits and you will see. <laughs> you will fucking see it. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, it can be very toxic yeah. with how, because it's, it's just like fandom with athletes. Uh, they get into it like that and arguments. Like, why does Zeke laugh through everything he does? Can't he just commit to a character? <laughs> His Jamaican accent kept slipping because he was laughing. <laughs> All right, sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. So funny. Uh, This has been dope, man. I I am looking forward to having you guys back as a group. Yes, Uh, can't wait. It's It's gonna gonna be be it's gonna be fun. We have me and Edgar have a really fun idea uh, that we've been sitting on for a while. That is gonna be silly and insane. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll do it. We'll do that one day in the very near future. Uh, call sir. How's your week been with the Culture Kings? How's it's your... been so wonderful. It's been it's yes. lovely. We had some fireside chats with mm-hmm. real fires. Mm-hmm. Sitting here with Zeke right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Call sir. I, also, too, like I, for people, you know, you've been on two straight episodes. Like two straight. In case people don't get it, your call sir is dope, y'all. Like, <laughs> go, 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 fucking Try like really keep keep your keep your eyes out because I think. She's gonna be running Black Hollywood. You gonna be running Black Hollywood? I hope not. You gonna be running Black Hollywood? But like, we're on a sketch team together. Black Hollywood to run, right? Yeah, we're on a sketch team together, and like, among everybody who isn't you on the sketch team, when we talk about like 
Who's going to be the first person to leave our sketch team because they like blow up? You're the first name that always comes up. We rise together. Uh, We rise together, Jaquise. No, no, no. If you book something. I can't wait to leave y'all. Yeah, Yeah, like, peace. I gotta go. Agent yeah. is calling. My right. agent. Calling. agent. Uh, I'm busy. I'm busy right now. So uh, well, this you. has been dope. It's, I've it's enjoyed awesome. having you on. Guys, it's about time to wrap it up. Zeke, outside of the shit people can watch you on and the thing you're about to write on, where else can people find you? What's some stuff you got coming down the pipe? Uh, some stuff you want people to know. Yeah, my Twitter and Instagram are both at DJ Ziggy Zeke. Um, like Jazzy Jeff, but not. Um, yeah, I don't know. Check out Miracle Workers, or they might they might change the name because it's not really about working miracles anymore. Well, every TBS time I hear it, Dark Ages, maybe. Okay, oh. every time yeah. I hear it, I just think of the Helen Keller play, which I was in. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. The Miracle Workers. So every time you say that, it takes my brain one extra step to be like, he's not talking Helen. about. I see. He's not talking about Helen Keller. Not talking about Helen Keller. <laughs> Sadly. Although that would be dope. It would be dope. Yeah. If you wrote a comedy with Helen Keller. <laughs> Why not? I don't the... think I'm the one to do that, but it would be dope. I would fucking love that. Yo, you may not be the one, but, but you could do it. Sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes you're what the world needs, not sometimes. what you want to do. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. And I guess check out AP Bio on Hulu. Why not? Yeah, check yes. it out. Check it out. Check it out. And yo, like a lot of other dope shit is going to be coming down the pipe. So we'll be hearing a lot more from you and everybody that you work with. Casa, where can people find you? Find me on uh, Instagram. Uh, at Kosser, the person that's K A U S A R, the mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to be with yeah. Emeralds and the Get Brown. And uh, that's me. Hell yeah. Find me on everything at Jackie's Neal, at Edgar Montplazier on the Twitter, Awful Graham on the Gram, at Culture Kings Pod. I forgot to tell y'all we got merch, so go get that shit. Oh, Tpublic.com slash Culture Kings. Also, I told you about the last episode. I'll tell you about it now. My new podcast pilot is dropping on the 30th. I'm your host with Jockeys Neal uh, on a network that shall not be named here. It's going to be a dope show. It's a show where I host different game shows, a different game show every episode. That's fun. First episode, I definitely am going to ask you two to come on it Great. if it gets picked up. Uh, I got a whole list of people that I want for a lot of fun episodes. But first episode, got Paul F. Tompkins, Carl Tart. Uh, 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 Ronnie Adrian, Dan Lippert, a lot of dope ass people. I wonder what network that could be. I wonder what network it can oh be. God. We can't say it. I won't. It shall not be named. <laughs> it shall not be I named. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> or Pupil Coyote. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yo, so be on the lookout for that September 30th. It drops pilot episode. The more people, they are loving it, but they need to see those numbers. So the more people will listen to it, talk about it, and like it, it will go ahead and get greenlit for the rest of the season. I'm your host with Jackie's Neil. I'm your host for Culture Kings, niggas. Bye. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>